You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Murder Speaks. So today's true crime story is about 23-year-old Stephanie Bennett from Raleigh, North Carolina. Stephanie lived in the Lakeland community at Bridgeport Apartments, and Deanna Powell lived with her. May 20th, 2002, Stephanie is alone in the apartment. She talked on a phone with several people that evening. The next morning, on May 21st, 2002, nobody can reach her. She was supposed to fax something to her boyfriend, and she didn't go to work, and her car was found at the apartment. Deanna, Stephanie's childhood friend, who lived with Stephanie, called the apartment manager to open the apartment and check on Stephanie. Stephanie's deceased body was found in her first floor apartment. She was lying on her back, and there were ligature marks on her neck, wrists, and ankles. And there was evidence that she was sexually assaulted. The suspect brought everything he needed to do the crime, and nothing was left behind. An autopsy confirmed Stephanie's cause of death was strangulation. A witness tells police that they saw somebody outside of Stephanie's apartment peeping in her apartment. And this person saw the same guy later on peeping in her apartment again, but this time he had a dog with him. The police released a sketch of the suspect, but it didn't lead to any arrests. So the police asked around to see if anybody knew about a guy with a dog. The police were told to check out a guy named Drew Planton. He was 35 years old, and he worked at the North Carolina Department of Agriculture. He had a strange walk. He always walked with his hands in his pockets, with his head down, and he did not make eye contact. The police talked to him, but he refused to give the police a DNA sample. The police speak to his supervisor at work, and she agreed to participate in the investigation. She hands the police a record of Drew's timesheet. It appears he left early the day of the murder and was late for work the next day. September 15, 2005, Drew's supervisor holds a meeting at a restaurant. But Drew was one step ahead of them. He did not drink out of the cup. He brought his own straw, and he only ate finger foods. He used a utensil to eat some pudding and wiped it clean after he used it. So the police only got a partial match on the utensil. October 17th, Drew's supervisor had Drew perform a task that required him to wear his gloves. When he was done, he put the gloves in his cabinet. The gloves are sent 
to the crime lab for DNA testing. Two days later, the police find out it's a match. October 19, 2005, Drew Planton is arrested for Stephanie's murder. The police find a large supply of weapons in Drew's apartment, and some items taken from Drew's apartment also link him to an unsolved murder case in Lansing, Michigan. Some items found in Drew's apartment belonged to Stephanie Bennett. When Drew was arrested, he did not offer any explanation. He completely shut down and didn't say anything. The police think he was in her apartment hiding in her closet. He had gotten into her apartment by removing the window screen and attacked her when she went to bed. Drew Planton committed suicide. He hung himself in his jail cell while awaiting trial. You know, this story really is any parent's worst nightmare. I have four young daughters and this just makes me dread the day that they move out on their own into their own place you know like will they be safe you know will they be living in a safe community you know will there be somebody watching them it is really is a parent's worst nightmare <laughs> it really is and you really don't know your neighbor do you really like, how well do you really know somebody? You can be living with somebody for years and not really know them. So how well can you really know someone who lives in your neighborhood? Someone that you say hi to once in a while on the street? Who you have small talk with once in a while? Like, you don't really, like, how well do you really know somebody? It really is a parent's worst nightmare. And I'm really sad for the family that they didn't get justice because... By killing himself, he took control of his life. But it took, it took that justice away from Stephanie's family because they didn't get the answers that they needed. So for that, I feel really bad for the family. Okay, thank you so much for joining me on this week's True Crime Story. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, Check out my store, crystalkiss.com, that's crystal with a K, for some murder merch. Start killing it with Crystal Kiss Murder Merch. Join me again on next week's episode of Murder Speaks. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks. Bye.